Whose shirt was this? Mine. And what, what shout was it? was it? It was Identity, which was a 2003 Three. John Cusack movie that I'd seen years and years ago, directed by James Mangold, who was the guy who did The Wolverine, Logan, and the underrated Copland that I talked about on the podcast. And I'd, I remember watching this movie and thinking how bizarre it was. And also watching it with a friend who guessed the main twist within about five minutes of the movie starting. And we kind of ripped him and said, that's ridiculous, blah, blah, blah. And then it turned out to be what was actually mm. happening in this movie, which starts with a poem. Yes, it does. Yesterday upon the stair, I met a man who wasn't there. He wasn't there again today. Oh, how I wish he'd go away, which the narrator himself claims he made up. But it's actually an 1899 poem by the American poet William Hughes, Hughes Mearns called Antigonish, a.k.a. the little man who wasn't there. And I'm sure as parents, we've probably all read this little ditty a few times, have we, to kids? No, because it's spooky as fuck. Why would we have read that to kids? I don't know. It's in a... Book of I've rhymes heard it before, for kids. But I definitely, is it? Is it? That's spooky. Though, if, isn't if, it? Just if I read that to the my shining, yeah, yeah. If I read no. that to my kids, they'd wonder what the fuck I was talking about. Well, you have to give them some context. Daddy's <laughs> going to read you a poem. Not, I'm just going to like. Yeah, but then they still go. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Can I just ask? Did your friend, yes, guess the whole plot? And like that, all of it, or just the who done it? Pretty much everything. Fuck yeah. Which well, is which is really amazing because this this thriller we, we went early on one of the well the main twist yeah okay good mm. good 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 I at a point in the film I wrote because I watched this with Cindy and at a point in the film I wrote on my phone in a note who I thought it was yeah and then I put the phone down and didn't touch it for the rest of the thing and then at the end and can we see that phone now have you got that I've phone got this phone I deleted here. the note though oh, but right. Cindy can can vouch vouch for it I thought it was going to be some Darren Brown shit where you're yeah. going to be like and here it's in your it pocket. is and yeah. I, I got about halfway through this and then realised that I'd watched this before well. <laughs> but you still didn't but know what the twist was, the twist was <laughs> up until about halfway through same I had no idea. I was about halfway through and I started remembering things about the film mm. without actually remembering the film itself or ever having watched it. Really, really weird. Well, so now you... I'm thinking that maybe I hadn't watched the film and, and I was having some kind of like psychotic episode and I was breaking down loads well, of multiple personalities and shit. That's what this film does, yeah. Well, yeah. if you haven't seen the film, there may or may not be a... Are we we may or may not... Well, you can't talk about the movie without talking about it. I don't no, think. not really. So it's this guy all at a hotel, isn't it? Like the, the, the Bates Motel or something. Everybody well, it, turns it starts up at... after that creepy poem. It goes into this like weird intro that kind of like Seven-esque type feel to it and it's narrating about a convict named Ma Malcolm, Malcolm Rivers who's awaiting execution for several vicious murders that took place at an apartment building and we see these like journals with scrawls and stuff in them mm. and uh, we see his psychiatrist Dr Malik who was Alfred Molina yeah, yeah. from Dog we recently Hawk. saw in Boogie Nights and enjoyed and he is there's obviously some sort of hearing going on about Malcolm and his sanity <laughs> Or otherwise, and then we do get a cut really to an incongruous looking scene in the rain at a motel. Big storm coming, mm. big storm coming, and and everybody for one reason or another ends up at this motel. I mean, you've got all kinds of characters, haven't you? Ray Liotta turns up as a, a cop, 
mm. with a another convict. yeah with a with a convict. Well, the convict is Jake Boosie. Who's I mean, everybody is hamming it up to a million yeah. in this movie. Uh, it's a competition out of Ray Liotta, I think, and Jake Boosie as to who can deliver the most ham. Or cheese. Is he any relations, relation, relation, relation to Gary Boosie? He's both related and related to. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Because okay. I love Gary Boosie with all my heart. Yeah. Yeah. The, the world's longest no in a film. <laughs> point break. <laughs> no. We've got limousine driver Ed Dakota, John Cusack, who callously mows down a lady in the opening credit. Hey, like, really, well, he he's... never seems that upset about it. No. He's just going to deal with it and he's very, like, He's more annoyed that Rebecca de Mornay, who I didn't even realise it was until after the movie, but he's more annoyed that she's on the phone than anything. Well, she's just uh, like a a caricature of a real nasty piece of shit. Hollywood starlet. Mm. Yeah. And we've also got the uh, incredibly named Paris Nevada, (laughs) uh, Amanda Peet, looking quite hot. She's a sex worker. Mm. Right. This is the second movie. Well, it was the first, but there are two movies where John Cusack has played a limousine driver yeah because it would also be stereo outside the apartment no No, it's not good that's say anything no it's uh, 2012 oh the disaster movie and he is limousining Amanda Pete in that movie as well yeah wow that is interesting we've also got the York family George Alice and they're not at all strange (laughs) nine year old son Timmy and and Alice as we said is mowed down George is pretty weird as well yeah they're all they've all got an issue they've all got a quirk haven't they these characters yeah hers being Um, that she gets brutally mowed down yeah Yeah. And she gets taken back to the motel because it's really getting nasty out there and John Cusack decides it's too far to they can't call an ambulance. Uh, an ambulance can they? Because all the phone lines are down. Oh, that's yeah. right. Because she's injured. She's she's really badly injured. Losing a lot of blood. Losing a lot of blood. Mm. The storm won't let anybody out, and they're fucked in there. And then people start dying. Yeah. Well, there's there's a couple as well. Some newlyweds who've uh, just been married in Vegas, I presume, and they're they've been married about nine hours, and yeah. but things aren't particularly not going great. Yeah, harmonious in in that marriage. She's pregnant as well, is she? I think she no. isn't. No, she's not pregnant. Okay, yeah. she's she's she pregnant. says that she is, but then she later admits that it was bullshit. Yeah. Right. Suzanne, a uh, Caroline Suzanne, the washed up actress, is knocked off. I can't we, even remember exactly how she goes. She's decapitated. Yeah. They find her head in the, in the tumble, tumble, dryer. In the tumble dryer with the number ten. We haven't introduced the uh, the guy who's running the motel, which is I. I it was John Hawkes, but it looked like Ed Norton. I thought it was Ed Norton the whole way through. But it is, I recognise him as, because he's in the very earliest scenes of From Dust Till Dawn as well. He's right, that yes, guy yes. in the petrol station. And he, he plays, it's really cool because you don't know what's going on in that scene. And, and it's kind of this, some sort of similarities. Like he plays basically well. masking like a, a secret. And he, he does that in, because obviously he, he's aware that they're being robbed in from Dust or Dawn. And in this thing, you find out later on in the film that not is not all is as it seems with him. Well, I mean, character. we might as well say, because, I mean, the story is kind of all over the case. It, everybody's got a secret. It turns out, for instance, that Larry, his secret, the guy who looks like he owns the motel, is actually that he turned up and they were killed, weren't they? The the Larry, previous... the, the actual guy who ran the, the motel was also called Larry. Yeah. And he just died. He was at the front desk dead. So mm. he moved him or somebody came in 
and wanted a, a room. And so, so he took he the money, took and, the money, and then moved the the body to the freezer and thought that someone would come along, and and that hadn't happened. So he'd been there a month just running the motel as if it was his. Yeah, you see, I wondered. Spoiler alert, I guess, but the dead personality there, the dead Larry, the original Larry. Also, there's another cop who's dead isn't there? Because Ray yeah, Otter Otter turns out him, to yeah. be a convict as well and stabbed him. I wondered if they were personalities that had been successfully sort of killed Potentially. already. Because the big twist, should we be getting to that as people are getting that, knocked off? It was about right now. The sort of court hearing, I'm trying to think of the right word. It's, the, they, it's a thing to, to assess his sanity or otherwise. They've, they've convened there like midnight and so they're, they're ex- there's a big exposition dump where they're explaining exactly what's wrong with this guy. Yeah. That he has a severe multiple personality disorder. Mm. Later on, they illustrate that by having it be John Cusack in the chair where they're talking to him in the in Yeah, the so it becomes apparent. These two things that seem mm. not connected, basically the motel is kind of a place inside Malcolm Rivers's mind where there are alternative split personalities. Yeah. The projections of of his like personalities within his mind, but the point of the hearing is that it's all it's all come to a head. The reason why they're convening at midnight is because Malcolm is due to be executed the, that following day, mm. and the I guess the defence attorney and and this sort of, the notebooks have been misfiled and they right. hadn't been able to be used as evidence in the actual right. original yeah. trial. So now so, that they've got their hands on this, then this guy you cannot execute someone who who. Doesn't know, know what, what they were done. doing. Yeah. That's yeah, that's the statute. So they're having to convince the judge at midnight who doesn't want to fucking know. No. And that's when the, you see that the two things mesh over, like you say. So then Cusack kind of, like you were referring to, mm. he gets brought into the room and we get a really cool scene really where Cusack is plucked from the motel and is suddenly inhabiting Malcolm Rivers' body in this court hearing. And he doesn't know where the fuck he is. And then when they show him uh, a mirror, it's Cusack, but he looks in the mirror and it's the He's other actor's face. It's Malcolm. It's very, very well done. Then Cusack basically goes back to the Matrix, understanding now <laughs> that he is just a, a personality and he has to get rid of the the evil one which at this point we're basically led to believe is Rayleigh because he's been very villainous all the way through and and up and now at this point everyone has been bumped off in sort of sequence or most people have been bumped off in sequence like you say the the failed actress lady has had her head cut off the husband of the newlyweds has been stabbed while she was carrying in the bar in the the bathroom it was a massive Jake car Boosie. explosion Jake Boosie had an entire baseball bat yeah. shoved down his throat. That was the bit where I knew I knew that I'd then seen the the film before because I I remembered seeing that and thinking, "Fuck, this." There this are has other things in your internet history though where men <laughs> get having large objects in their mouth, yeah. aren't they? Just, yeah, there are. Yeah, um, but the, the weird thing about this film is that. It, it was more like uh, it was more deja vu than it was like a, a flat out memory of having watched the film. I still can't recall when I would have watched it, who with, you know, what point in my life. But I, it all kind of started coming back to me during the the watching of this film. Mm. Yeah, it, ca- it came to me slowly as well, and around that same time when people had started, I think the explosion with the 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 wife, Paris Nevada. And Timmy, as they're running away, I think yeah. it's those two. Isn't it wasn't it? no, no, it was it, the wife of the couple, the wife of the of the newlyweds, yeah, Jeannie or Ginny or whatever her name was. Yeah. That's yeah. right. And she was running away with Timmy because to get to safety, John Cusack at this stage, he knows something's 
going down and he wants to get those two but the car explodes mm. and everyone's dead there you've got this final showdown then in the rain when he realizes i've got to kill ray liotta and yep. have this big fight don't they he shoots him multiple times to keep yeah. him going doesn't he yeah. just walk he, it off he's like a, a terminator, a terminator. Mm. He, he keeps coming forward but they both have this kind of standing knifing shooting thing going on and both of them drop down yeah. I think it's it's worth reiterating because we glossed over it very quickly about the the room keys. So on each dead body or with each dead body, a room key is found, and they are going down in counting down of, from yeah. ten, aren't they? Yeah, counting down from ten because that obviously becomes a feature a of the final fuck. reveal. A complete head fuck because they they only get to like ten, then nine, and by the time they get to eight, they, they start putting it together. What will we find these keys down somebody's throat or in the pocket or up their ass or whatever the hell it is? <laughs> yeah. And they've all got like yeah. one less number and they realise, oh, there's 10 of us. Yeah. And they also realise they're all born on the same day. John Cusack makes a discovery when he's, he's in the room on his own and he, he twigs that they're all named after a state. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he sees a map and uh, the num- they're all the same birthdays. Which yeah. I've got yeah. the odds for that. Yeah, go on. It, what are the odds? They are got to it, be why long. You, why you find them? It's, it's an interesting um, concept, though, that the, the doctor had said the medication that he was taking was going to mean that these personalities were going to have to confront each other. And this was the, like the battle going on in his mind really of this patient who was obviously having different problems and things and everything yeah. is in his life has gone wrong because of one of these personalities or another has taken over and done some really fucking terrible. Well, May, well the May one the, that went on a murderous rampage. Him is the, yeah, is the worst. Totally. And May the 10th is revealed well, uh, to be the day on which all the murders actually happen that Malcolm Rivers committed the murder. So mm-hmm. he's filling in the blanks, which I think is why the original motel guy was also called Larry. It's just all these convenient things to, to give people names. But those odds, Sidey. It's approximately one in 115 sextillion sextillion which that's the sexiest of all the tillions (laughs) 24 numbers long if you write it wow gosh that's the same as that phone bill that that french lady (laughs) got by mistake yeah and yet it happened in this film so that's amazing Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so with everybody basically dead she fucks off now still in his mind to florida yeah like he's, uh, he's compartmentalized a little bit of his mind yeah. for her well i think, but that, I think that's his because whilst it, it also cuts back to malcolm he's obviously been not acquitted because it but he's been it, found insane he's been found insane yeah, he's gonna and live he's on the funny farm going off to the to the funny farm and, and that i guess is like symbolic of, of his journey that he's going off to this orange grove well that's mm. what her is this character frost proof frost proof frost proof which is a real place yeah, yeah. so that's like because you can kind of see on on his face that you know he's he's in his happy place with this wow. character and i'd be in my happy place with her as well <laughs> yeah but it's not all happy because as she tends to her orange grove lol <laughs> discovers in the dirt hidden the motel dun, key dun, saying dun. number one dun, dun, dun. and then she finds Timmy the Timmy. little boy behind her uh, looking pretty menacing he's got yeah. a hoe I think yeah, yeah, yeah he does have a hoe and he's kind of, is he pounding it into his yeah it's he's pounding his Retting. wood into yeah. it and so basically it's revealed that the nine year old Timmy orchestrated all the deaths they do a quick little montage of him mm. doing all the kills well, which uh, I really enjoyed yeah. I have to say <laughs> and at, at the same time Malcolm Rivers is being transferred to a maximum security hospital to go and get reassessed and he's able to then um, 
get free and kill both the the driver and his doctor. Well, yeah, you don't see the kill of the driver necessarily. You, you just want. see I mean, it swerves off the road. It swerves off the road it's and just enough stops. He is doing it, Pete. He's strangling Alfred Molina. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, the the van mm. stops, and that's it. So what a preposterous movie, right? I mean, it's just insane, isn't it? The 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 whole split personality thing must be one of the laziest yeah, things do you that want. you could ever that multiverse. have as a script. Yeah, as a screenplay. <laughs> we, I guess it's, you know, nowadays it's really tough to do. I, there are films that still do that. I've forgotten that there's like that trilogy. Split. Got, yeah, so there's there's that. We looked at Raising Cane. Raising Cane. This reminded me of Raising Cane. So there was yeah. that. Really goofy. And and obviously this was another. And this is like 2003. And yeah, I, I'd, I'd forgotten that it was the multiple personality disorder thing until the John Cusack scene. And then I realised, obviously, it was it was all in, in the head. I'd remembered, or not remembered, but I'd I'd guessed again that it was the the boy. Yeah, we, because there was some sort of nods to it when he just like he just like because he didn't. Oh, he say looks anything. like fucking Damien from the Omen. and he just like <laughs> get up, go off in the other room. I'm like, where's where's he going? Why haven't they followed him? But he, in the logic of the movie, he inserted a baseball bat down. Yeah, BC's yeah. but throat. obviously none of that happened. Yeah, none of that happened. This is all a projection of of which Malcolm's. makes the film really pointless, doesn't it? Because it's like you watched uh, two hours of nothing that actually happened well but then he did uh, no, kill someone in the end he, yeah he did ki- and he killed all these other people and that which is why he's on trial in the I, first I place i enjoyed it to be honest it's preposterous yeah, and silly but i, I enjoyed it i so. took it very much as like he was having this like internal battle it's a little bit a little bit like nods towards shutter island as well like he's yeah. going to defeat the the character the other characters or or come to you know get closure of those characters mm. that that he's sort of dreamt up in his head so uh, that guy that played Malcolm Rivers, is it? yeah. So he, because I, I remember thinking like it's f- some fucking good acting because he has to jump between like various his eyes, kind of, yeah. yeah like, but he actually has that condition in real life. It's like like his, he 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 can't control like one eye looking at you, eye one eye looking for you. Yeah, but it, it's it's like jumping. For, it's almost like scanning constantly. Yeah, like but it was like a typewriter. He has that condition in real life, and and that's why he, he's put in quite a few Type roles where he has that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I remembered him from loads of movies, but none of which I've written down, which is interesting. But I did write down that <laughs> Brett Lure, who played the insane Timmy, he had a whole host of uh, TV series and TV movies under his belt. He also played a minor character in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Okay. It's uh, pretty good, but um, he never really did uh, anything. Obviously, director James Mangold did the excellent Walk the Line. Right, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Terrific. So they whistle a Johnny Cass tune in this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he did the Wolverine and Logan. Uh, writer Michael Cooney, he did the Snowman horror movies Jack Frost and Jack Frost 2 Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman. <laughs> I think only the first one of which I've seen. Surprise me. But what, what did you guys think of this weird mystery thriller well, whodunit horror thing? I, I was pleased to see it again, actually. It was, as I said, I, I'd forgotten about it up until about halfway through when I then knew what was going to happen and, and who did it. But I carried on watching because it was a story well told. As you say, it, it was different characters. It's a good cast, it, a good well. cast, well acted. And you know it. Even you, you, your man there who knew after five minutes, you kind of know what's coming eventually. But you stay and watch anyway because mm. they're delivering it well mm. and uh, and slightly different to how you think it's going to come. So it does surprise you like that. 
I, th- I think it's, it's it's a film where that theme and that that you know is has been addressed before, and this is just done in another slightly different way. Uh, halfway through, I was trying to remember because I've seen uh, the film. Is it Bad Times at the El Royale? I haven't seen that. So I've seen that, and then I uh, at one point I thought was it maybe similar or it, it's it's similar sort of premise in terms of the setting and everything. It's a load of people coming together and all get and all stay overnight at a motel, but. It, it doesn't end up with with murder. They've all got dark secrets and skeletons, but they, they it's genuine. It's not a projection it's a of someone's setup, isn't it? Yeah. So I thought maybe it was that. I think it's just the same. It's a similar sort of thing that we've seen before, done in a in another way. And I I did enjoy it. I'm surprised that I'd forgotten that I'd seen it before, yeah. but it it did come back to me. And I didn't recognise like the poster or anything like that, but. Yeah, I like I John Cusack. I like Ray Liotta. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it was it was a good cast, and as you say, the the premise of a load of people coming into uh, a motel or a hotel or anything, and you've got all these different characters. It's always interesting mm. because you never know what what's going to happen. And once murders afoot, then it was who's next, mm. really, in it. That's mm. why you're watching it. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. I yeah, I really like John Cusack. This is not his greatest role of all time but it's good fun the deaths are pretty interesting but we did sort of well how does timmy do the bat it's well yeah. he doesn't that's the point he didn't do it yeah but how would he well he couldn't so <laughs> he did but why why are we trying to explain it how, there you go you can have these because you know because the bodies all start disappearing because as, as he kills off those personalities in his mind <laughs> the, yes, the bodies the start best disappearing the the car explosions yeah sorry. the car was and there's good. and there's no bo- there's no bodies in the car it, it it's like none of these things are actually happening so that's why it's I mean it's in a, a if you're looking at remote hotel slash motel psychological thriller type films it's got fucking The Shining like looming over it and stuff so it's never gonna be wow up in that I don't category. reckon anyone's ever drawn the comparison no but the like the, the, I was going more Bates Bates Motel mm. bit of Psycho mm. Yeah, and I, I haven't, which I haven't seen, but as I said, my missus was watching the series of that, and it had like you know echoes of that as well. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not as good as any of those, but it, it's, no. it's this is worth a look. And it was on Prime, yeah, so you could watch that for now if you subscribe yeah. for it's, loads of money. But we've just spoiled it all for you. It's a C plus. Yeah, you're a C even plus, a, even a B minus. <laughs>